Hey, welcome to The Course Reports, your real deal inside look into professional golf venues around the world. We're here to give it to you straight, a perspective that nobody else can, the smooth and true facts. I'm Curtis Tyrell, Certified Golf Course Superintendent, Master Greenkeeper. This week we're going to talk about the BMW Championship, FedEx Cup Playoffs at Medina Country Club. Thanks for tuning in. It's time to get on the green. It's time for the Course Reports. This episode is brought to you by Canon Golf. Asset assurance, elevated experience. Find it at canongolf.com. Welcome to Course Reports, episode number 17. This one is the BMW Championship version, and today we have all three of the golf course superintendents from Medina Country Club with us. We're going to start with course number three superintendent, Chris Funky. Chris, welcome to the Course Reports. Hey, thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. How are you doing? Doing really well. Everything's shaping up, and we're a couple days out from uh, the championship, and we're all excited. Did you, you said that you were checking the uh, countdown every hour. Are you still doing that? Uh, no, I give up that. It's it, it's here. It's here. It's ready to go. It's go time. Now you're just back to days like the rest of them? Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, let's uh, let's work our way uh, in reverse order. Also, welcome to the program, the Course 2 Superintendent, Jake Ronke. Jake, how's it going? Uh, real good. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being on. So, uh you're managing course two. You got a lot of golf out there while there's a uh, FedEx Cup playoff uh, right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, so they finally gave course three a break. Uh, weeks out here, or starting last week, so more a couple days out of the event. Uh, it's just uh, a lot of golf already on, on course two and course one as well. But uh, we're handling it. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary here. And we're just trying to do what we need to support the team on course three. Yeah, good deal. Good deal. And last but not least, the course one superintendent, Nick Gately. Nick, how's it going, man? Hey, Curtis. Everything's been good. Thanks for having us. Oh, man, this is this is great, man. I appreciate you guys taking the time out of your very busy schedules in advance week to be on the course report. So, you know, the weather has broken for you, huh? It's gotten a lot better. Chris, why don't, why don't you talk about the, the, the weather from two weeks ago to today? Two, three weeks ago, it was uh, it was tough. There's stretches of heat, like in the 90s, um, you know, during a day, and then waking up in the morning, it's 80 degrees. It's uh, it's been challenging, and uh, you know, three weeks was just watching turf uh, nonstop, just trying to keep it alive, and then you know, we get a, a break in the weather in mid-August, unheard of for the last eight years since I lived out here. And uh, it's been, we've been fortunate enough to have good weather going, going into this uh, tournament. You know, that's awesome. So, you know, there's always some sort of uh, weird scenario of some kind uh, when it comes to the tournament ramp up for almost everybody, right? Everybody's got their own story to tell, their own experience. It's nice to hear that you got yours out of the way and you've got a good forecast and the course is uh, looking great. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, we've been we've been lucky to get this weather stretch, and you know, I, the golf course is is looking solid, and we're ready ready for these players to get in here and uh, you know perform. 
Well, Nick, how's course one holding up? And also, how are you doing with your team and your responsibility of building all the grandstands and uh, hospitality venues and such? Yes, course one is holding up great. I haven't been over there a ton this year. Jake has been taking on the responsibility of managing both horses as I've been tied up on course three for the majority of the season, managing the construction and the build out. Um, as far as the build out, everything is going really good. They're getting close. I not sure if they're ever going to be done sending stakes into the ground. <laughs> you know, right down to the wire is what you're saying. Exactly. Right down to the wire. You know, it's funny. Cause I think that, uh, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but I, I bet I bet you you would find in most cases that it probably doesn't ever get a hundred percent done. There's probably a little bit that's still left over. <laughs> yeah, what what I'm noticing, I'm seeing some stuff that I feel like there's no way it's going to finish. But we still got our week, so we'll see. Yeah, and that last week is like double time, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you got full days. You got to use them. Yeah, that's true. Hey, so Jake, um, Nick mentioned that you've been managing both course one and two primarily this season. Um, and you talked about doing what you had to do to support uh, the guys on course three. So that's a pretty big, uh, uh, you know, amount of golf that you've been overseeing. And, um, you know, what, what have been the unique challenges uh, from your perspective? Uh, yeah, well, it's uh, just the mindset of, being able to put what's important out in front and keeping the team first as always, uh, you know, like, like we spoke on video, it's, it's about getting our most guys, most experienced, best operators, uh, best communicators, uh, over to course three and, uh, getting them couple over there, uh, weeks ahead of the event. So that when the event comes, it's gone. Um, as for our operation, course one and two, yeah, sometimes that might mean miss a fairway cut or an approach cut here and there, but um, it's, it's just about creativity and high levels of communication that allows us to get that stuff done, even if that means sometimes going reverse and play or changing up our mowing routes or picking up a rep here and there on the weekends, uh, whatever we got to do to provide some championship conditions yet uh, do it on sometimes uh, a, low, a lower head count, if you will. Right, right. Yeah. So, so the resources are obviously uh, diverted as needed uh, in favor of the championship venue. And sometimes you got to uh, make it look like you had the same resources or you do have to make it look like you had the same resources, even though you don't. Yeah. And, and a lot of that, uh, reverts back to water management. You know, we gotta get creative with the overhead irrigation, the nightly irrigation. Sometimes running heads in the morning, uh, just because if, if there's guys with hoses running around on on our 36 holes, that just means that there's guys not being used on course three. You know, so um, you know we can get creative. We've learned a lot, and especially with the irrigation, and we're still playing with the scheduling and keeping up with mowing rest. But uh, it, it, it's all it's all been successful thus far. I think the members are really happy. And, uh, it, as long as we can get through what, what's important here, I think everyone would call it success. Right now. Now, listen, I, I absolutely understand that it's a team. You guys are all in it, right? You're only as good as your weakest golf course. You guys are all there to make sure that this event is successful. But 
is there any competition in your mind, Jake? I mean, do you want people playing courses one and two coming back and saying, hey, that's in better shape than the course that's sold with the BMW? Oh, well, come on. I, I'm not, I'm not, I, no, I won't go down that route. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Jake, you can just say it. Uh, no, it feels good when, when you get compliments about the golf course, sure. And, and uh, we, I, you know, we're out there every day. We know how good, good a shape they're on. Uh, I don't think we're taking a step back at all. Uh, with that, but the, listen, I, I'm, there are two brand new golf courses built in the last five years. Uh, course two in the last two years. Well, I mean, it, they should be top notch condition. They should they should be well maintained, and the, the turf. There's really no excuse for the not to be uh, at 100. percent So that that's the way I see it. If we're doing our jobs, then then they don't know. Then the golfers shouldn't know of, of the work we're doing. And um, every once in a while, if I, if I or Mitch, my assistant, or if, if one of the guys gets a head nod, then then good on them. Yeah, right. I, I hear you, man. That's that's awesome. Hey, Nick, so you've, you've been at Medina for a long time now, and you this is your second uh, big event that you've done there. So, um, you know, along the lines of what Jake was saying, at Medina, you guys really maintain championship conditions day in and day out. So what you're doing as a team to prepare for the BMW uh, while you have grandstands going up and you have a lot more people there and a lot more people are going to be there next week, um, you guys are used to a high level of conditioning uh, on all the golf courses every day of the year. Is that right? That's totally correct. I feel like we're not doing much different this year than any other year because, like you said, we're used to obtaining very high levels of conditioning, et cetera, et cetera. So, really doesn't feel like we're doing anything different. There's just a lot bigger truck this season. You know, and, and from your perspective as a player, Nick, so you're, you're a real good golfer and uh, <laughs> it, let's just, let's put it out there. You're the defending grounds <laughs> department champion, right? I am. I am. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I think you're the only guy that's ever won it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we, we cancel, we had to cancel it because Nick just kept winning. So I was like, What's the person having it anymore? Well, now listen, remember, the reason we had it was not to find out who was going to win because we already knew that was going to be Nick. But it was, <laughs> it, it was to see how many shots Ryan Cummins was going to take on the eight. <laughs> and like, I, I, knew, I knew it was a bad idea to have it because first, the first round, I got hit a golf ball. <laughs> and the ankle. That's right. That's right. You, you, you went on. You went on the IR after round one. Yeah, I was, I was done. I was like, all right, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm joking around a little bit. But, Nick, you know, you, you, um, in, in terms of the conditioning that you guys uh, deliver out there every day, you know, it, you know, we talk about green speed. We talk about firm and fast. We talk about bunker maintenance. I mean, as a good player, when you, when you go out and, and play uh, your work, you taste your food, if you will, you know, what is it that, that you are evaluating your golf courses on in terms of uh, conditioning? What what do you like to see and what do you consider good? Uh, to me, I think, I don't know. I, when I'm out there, I'm looking at, I like to see the fairways rolling, firm fairways, firm greens, um, obviously bunkers. You're not, I don't want to see Friday. I don't want to see any plugs in the bunkers. Basically, firm and fast conditions is kind of what I'm going to. Right. So, 
you know, you want 40 or 50 yards on your 300 yard drive. Is that what you're <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you, man. So, uh, Chris over on course three, you know, the, the world is going to be watching, uh, you're the, the lead superintendent on that golf course and, and, um, it's right around the corner. So let's talk about the, uh, greens, tees and fairways kind of just one by one. How are the greens? Uh, are they where you want them? What are they going to be rolling this week? And what else can you tell us about what the viewers are going to see on TV? Well, today was the first day we're starting to dry down our greens. Um, TRs, we're trying to get them around 12, 15%. And our firmness readings, we're, we're trying to get down to the 0.2, just under point, just maybe under 0.2. Uh, green spree, green beads to be around 11.5 to 12. Um, but we started that today, so the goal is to get to Thursday at where we want with Richter, and then work down from there and drying them down from Thursday to Sunday to get green speeds and firmness, but firmness before green speeds. But, okay. Uh, so, so you have a target of next Thursday, which is round one yep. where you, you want to be at that point and then you can continue to see it progress. So get a little firmer, maybe a little bit faster, you know, you don't want it to go out of your control, but from Thursday through Sunday, you you'll, you'll let the scale slide a little bit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we will have complete control of where we want those greens to be at, but we want to get them Thursday and then maybe get them gradually slower, gradually dry them down a little bit more to increase firmness and then get a little bit more green speed. Gotcha, gotcha. So to get to next Thursday, if that's your target, do you have a long way to go from where you are today or are you pretty close? Uh, we have a little bit way to go, but with the high skies, low humidity, um, you know, I feel like if we start today by this Sunday, we could be there, but we want to slow down that uh, rhythm. So we're going to try to gradually slow them down to the point where by Thursday, they'll be where they're at, be where we want them to be at, and then we can work from there. But we don't want to drum out too much and to that point too early because then like a instead of a four day uh trying to maintain we're going to be maintaining them for like seven days like that so we're just trying to gradually slow them down you know keep growing grass keep them keep it happy and uh go from there well that's a high level of control to say that you could have them there by sunday but you're actually going to be holding them back to get them there on thursday so that's that's pretty impressive. I don't know. I know you know, the, the people that watch golf on TV week to week or show up and play each weekend or in the Tuesday night leagues. And if they really understand that you're managing it to that level, uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, how about the fairways? Uh, when we were there uh, a couple weeks ago, I thought they looked spectacular. Um, have they just continued to surge forward and are they where you want them in terms of height of cut and firmness? Height of cut, yes. Firmness, not quite yet, but with the proper water management, we could get them to that firmness. Um, but as of right now, the fairways are green, they're healthy, and that's a good start. And uh, <laughs> from there, from there, we could uh, manage by uh, the firmness by water management. And uh, we just started that yesterday we got instead of using our heads we're using hand waterers and 
And our priority is to make sure we have healthy grass out there, make sure it's green, and uh, have a good visual on TV. So we're in the right direction. We're moving into the right direction. And uh, I think um, by Thursday, we'll have a big presentation for the world. Hey, you know what, Chris, you're known for some famous quotes, but I think you might have just had your most classic of all right there. You said they're green, they're healthy, and that's a good start. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How much that's, harder uh, than that? That's what you're looking at. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you what, we should we should have that put on your wall up there. You know? I mean, all right, now. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's talk about the rough. Pretty thick, pretty long? Thick is... It's very thick, very green. Um, it's at four inches right now. Um, the PGA was thinking about raising it to five inches uh, yesterday, and then they backed off because once we threw some balls in the rough, um, they, they kind of disappeared. Um, so I think we're going to try it at four inches. Uh, we're going to get a good cut on it, I believe, one more time, and we're going to let it go, and then uh, we'll see what happens. But as of right now, it's maintained four inches until i hear something else yeah that's awesome that's awesome you know that uh um that golf course has you know hosted many championships and and has uh, had many different reiterations and and this one is going to be firm fast bent grass surfaces with thick long gnarly rough yep very cool well um you know, let's uh, let's talk about, you know, you talked about the PGA wanted to take it to five. You talked about, you know, some of these targets. So uh, the PGA Tour is on site. Uh, they're working with you and Steve and Jake and Nick. Um, so tell us about how that relationship works and who you're working with specifically. We're working with Paul Vermillion. He's the agronomist for the PGA. And uh, communication work with it goes from Steve the Paul, then Steve the Paul to me, and then I work down to my assistants. Um, we have a, a great communication line. We're uh, working well together along with the other two soups, Jake and Nick. Uh, and uh, we're just trying to keep the grass, keep it green. And, you know, we're all on the same page. And our main goal is to make sure we have a great presentation for everyone. Well, listen, you know, let's, Jake, you know, you're over there on one and two now, and, and you've got volunteers in, you got Chris on three, Nick's working with the contractors, and, and Steve is directing it all. So, so talk about how the interaction works with Steve and, um, you know, what you guys are talking about with regards to course one and two right now, if anything. Uh, well, to, to Steve's credit, he, he is rather hands-off when it comes to actual what's going on the golf course you know you know he provides suggestions or so than demands i guess a way to put it uh as far as course one two go uh, like we said today i mean championship condition championship appearance uh but do as much as you can last right now and that's kind of our our thought process uh just you know to make sure chris and the guys are are well supported and all that sometimes that means uh manners as well and that's not to say we're neglecting course one and two by any means but uh we all need to understand where uh where the bread's getting bumped, so to speak so uh so th that's kind of been our thought process here let's get in and out um let's 
attack our our issues or what or the work in an efficient manner whether that means more guys more equipment uh for shorter periods of time then that's how we have to do it well uh how how often are the three of you or should i say the four of you with steve how are you, how often are you guys meeting and or talking and you know how, what's the communication level like between the four of you guys right now well, we do uh, our every Friday we have our uh, managers meeting uh, week over the week that's coming up. Uh, we recap our uh, the week we just had in regard to fertility, water management, how the staff is doing, how we're all personally feeling. Uh, but over the last month, really, really two months since the season's really picked up, um, myself and Chris and and Jay on course three, we sit down every day and write our schedules together just so we're sure who's doing what, what guys are coming from what courses, what guys are going to be supplement on the other courses so the work gets done. Um, and it's it's a lot of coordination that starts really around the time every day. So you got a high level of, 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 of directive from Steve on a weekly on a weekly basis and then a daily uh, collaboration between the three of you guys on who's going where and what the plan that needs to be accomplished. Absolutely. And it does, uh, it does include our mechanic plan and, and his staff quite a bit as well, because while, while Chris is on course three doing a lot of, you know, doing tournament prep type stuff, it's a good time for me and the guys to do a lot of cultural stuff. Uh, so like, you know, Mondays I'm trying to pot dressing out, but that also, that also coincides with the mechanic and what mower we have ready and how we're going to, how to maintain that once the top dressing's down, uh, what sprayers are going where, uh, et cetera. I mean, uh, Medina is such a big place. There's so many guys, so much equipment here that uh, you you come in willy-nilly on the day of and try to lay something out. I mean, uh, it's going to blow up in your face real quick. For sure. you got to be prepared. And, and Nick, you know, uh, Mark Wilson once told me when I went to visit him before one of his tournaments, he said, uh, about all the vendors and the contractors that the closer you get to the tournament, the more control you lose. So what's it like <laughs> for you right now in the last minute? I mean, how many different people are running and how many different directions on you? Yeah, that's a very true statement. Um, it's to start off, they, the scheduling contractor got here in the beginning of May and I developed a really good relationship with him, which I think has helped a lot because he knows a lot of the other vendors. So he's been really good. He'll, their foreman will call me if he sees a fork driving somewhere they shouldn't or if he sees whatever. He'll call me or the guy who's working with me and let us know so we can get on top of it. But I felt, like you said, I felt like up to a week ago I had really good control over everybody now. And I knew everybody that was out here. In the last few days, it's just been more and more, and more people that I don't know. and But everybody has been really good. Um have had no issue people driving inside of the ropes or ripping anything up, which has been awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, what about the what about the TV compound and the network guys? Are they on site and are they laying out all their stuff yet? Uh, TV hours began last week, I believe, a week and a half ago. Uh, NBC just arrived today. Our their we have a pretty big compound that we're allowing to use. The compound had to be cleared out. We cleared out yesterday. Their trucks and vehicles, cable, everything is being set up today. Um, so I haven't necessarily worked too closely with the MCC guys yet, but I believe that's going to begin tomorrow. Right, right. And how about the volunteers, Chris? When did they arrive? Volunteers are coming 
they're late Sunday or Monday, and uh, like Jake was saying, Tammy has a great package for them, and uh, I have uh, schedules laid out for all of them, Monday through, um, well, starting Tuesday through Sunday, um, but the main goals for these volunteers is to have a good time and uh, you know, make sure we all create good relationships with everyone and just remember the memories that we have for this event. So it's exciting, and uh, we're looking forward to it. You know, that you, br- you bring up a good point. I mean, um, there's an exorbitant amount of work that goes into doing what you guys have done. You guys are working really long hours and, and um, you know, giving it 110%. But it really is about getting to that week and enjoying it and having a good time. So, you know, you mentioned you want to make sure that the volunteers have a good time. Um, you know, what do you what do you expect? And, and tell us a little bit about what that routine will be like next week. You know, w- you wake up in the morning, you, you get to work. And, and so what's the course of the day going to look like for the staff and the volunteers? So we're going to get there at 4 in the morning. There's going to be a good breakfast that's going to be awaiting them uh, that Tammy set up for all of them. Uh, are, uh, you the, are, you, are you the taste tester? No. Are you, no. Are you, no. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, it's just going to be coffee and that's, Red Bull. That's maybe. probably Nick. That's probably Nick. I mean, <laughs> uh, Nick's be too busy with a Chinese fire drill next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, back to the, all all right. Right, so you're there before you can have breakfast. <laughs> so we're going to be all starting at four in the morning. There's going to be a breakfast for the volunteers. Then uh, we're going to have a meeting uh, about 4.30, um, I'm going to assign jobs talk to the guys about the, the day and look for the afternoon. And um, we'll get out to the golf course. We'll do our thing. And then we should be back at the, at the maintenance shop by 8, eight o'clock. 7.30 me, and uh, we'll have some food left over for these guys, and uh, our afternoon shift will probably start around 3.30, 4 o'clock, and uh, we'll do the same thing, and then start all over the next day. Good deal. Well, that's uh, that's a, those are pretty full days, then. Yeah. Uh, starting Tuesday, Tuesday through Sunday are going to be busy days. You know, and one of the things that most people don't think about is what happens when the tournament's over. So the tournament ends on Sunday, and then what do you have on Monday? Well, Monday we have an outing uh, that <laughs> we have to prep for. Uh, but that Monday, uh, we're just going to put markers out, put the sticks in, maybe maybe roll the greens pending. Um, we're going we're gonna to water Sunday night heavily, depending on the golf course edition that Sunday. Um, but we're going to do the bare minimal, uh, just get, a, get the outing out, and then uh, we'll get everyone home by 1 o'clock. But we're, so no, re- we're only no gonna, rest. Yeah, no rest. Um, we're, we're only going to bring in like 10 guys to get this golf course ready, and then that's it. I mean, not special, but uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going to be getting the golf course um, prepped and ready to go for the membership again, and then... I believe on Thursday or Friday it'll be open to membership again, and then it's you know, start back to the normal. Yeah, back to the normal stuff after that, huh? Yep, back to the normal stuff, and uh, pretty soon we'll see leaves falling and uh, snow coming. It'll be a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, um, 
who do you think, Chris? I mean, do you have an opinion on who you think is going to uh, win the event? I know we don't know exactly who the players will be because they got to get through the uh, the event, uh, the Northern Trust. But uh, do you have a do you have a gut feeling on who might perform well at Medina Course Three? Um, I've been thinking about Phil Phil Mickelson a lot. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but I think Phil maybe. How about you, Nick? What do you think? I think I know it's the easy answer, but I think you gotta think Kepka is going to be in the running. Um, the course isn't terribly tight. It's not terribly long for these guys. He bombs the ball. Um, I think you gotta gotta put him up there. Yeah, yeah, I hear I hear that one. How about you, Jake? What do you think? Uh, I mean. I have no strategic insight here or whatever. I just want to see my man Tigger around on Sunday. I think this place will really be buzzing. Uh, he committed earlier this week. So, um, I mean, I don't know what that means for amount of people here or whatever. You better believe on Sunday, Tiger's in the top five or top ten or, or whatever, even if he's just around. I mean, it's, there, there's going to be a whole buzz at this place that uh, wouldn't be here if he wasn't. So that's the, I, I, I want to see the atmosphere at its best, and I think he brings that. Yeah, you know, Chicago fans are really fantastic sports fans, and they, they always support golf uh, really, really um, enthusiastically and, 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 and with big volumes and, and loud cheers. So I'm sure it's going to be quite the atmosphere um, there next week. Um, guys, you know what? I, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the course reports, and you can be sure that – your number one fan is going to be me. I will be watching your work on national television, and I will be really, really proud and really, really happy for each of you guys. I know you put a lot into it, and um, you should be proud, and, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks again for coming on, and I uh, hope we can do it again sometime in the near future. Absolutely. Thank you, Curtis. Great, uh, great to be on. Yeah. Yep, thanks a lot, Curtis. It was speaking with you. Hey, thanks, yeah. Curtis, and a great... Um, look forward to the next one. You bet, guys. All right. Have a great week. Well, how cool was that to have all three of the golf course superintendents from Medina join us at one time? Really appreciate Nick, Jake, and Chris taking time out of their busy schedule to talk with me and all of you, our listeners. And we also want to thank Steve Cook, the director of grounds at Medina Country Club, for freeing those guys up and letting them participate in both the podcast and the video. And speaking of the video, the Course Reports on site is on YouTube. Please go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you are the first to get our next episodes and we have a great fall schedule planned for you. More podcasts coming your way. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and Apple. Check us out at thecoursereports.com as well. Again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you again next week. This episode is brought to you by Dave Thompson's Organic Healthy Grow and Healthy Grow Professional Brand Fertilizers. It's sustainable, it's organic, it's best in class. Find it at a retailer near you or online at healthygrow.com green. The way it's made matters. Healthygrow.com green.